Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Josh Newman is on a mission to end bullying and teach the world to speak through kind lips. He's created his own lip balm company, Kind Lips, to spread the message, and it's working. Kind Lips has been featured by Ellen, Forbes, and Reader's Digest, just to name a few. I'm wondering if you know the very best way to sell a product. Do you know? Uh, I think, I don't know, I don't sell anything, but I think it has to do with word of mouth. Because I will tell you, if one of my friends tells me you need to try this product, you better believe that I am like buying it right away because I trust my friends, right? Well, there is a product that a woman named Linda Cohen told me about, and she said, Nick, have you heard of Kind Lips? This is super cool. Um, you should you should check this guy out who invented this product. And it was fun because I had already heard of the product from a little girl who was probably eight years old at a baseball field. So I want to introduce you right now to Josh Newman. He is the man who came up with Kind Lips. Hi, Josh. How you doing? Really well. How are you? I am so great. It's really such a pleasure to have you here. And, um, you know, we've gotten to talk before and I got to tell you the story of this little girl, but I just want to tell everyone else that, you know, we're at this baseball field and just having a good time, you know, watching the game. And this little girl comes up to me and I think I had a kindness shirt on or something. And she goes, oh, you like kindness? Me too. And she pulls out her little <laughs> lip balm and it says kind lips. I'm like, what is that? And she goes on about, I got it from school and they give some money to anti-bullying programs. And she's telling me all of these things. She's like a little saleswoman. So I'm going to need her information. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Put her on the sales force. It's fantastic. Yeah. So um, I am wondering, Josh, if you can give us some background about Kind Lips, because I assumed when I heard about Kind Lips that uh, you probably contacted a company that makes lip balm and said, hey, can I put my wrap on it? You know, and uh, that is not what happened at all. Yeah, it was not. No, um, you know, I was in a different career and for 10 years and loved it for nine of those years and kind of the 10th year I realized I didn't like it anymore and was sitting on my couch one night thinking about what am I going to do with the rest of my life and if uh you know I've never had a nine to five job so I knew that if I was going to do something I had to start a business and I happened to look down at my hand and I was twirling a lip balm in my hand and I'm like I could start a lip balm company this can't be rocket science to start a lip balm company and so at that point obviously I hadn't thought through anything and, and I started um, thinking through, well, if I'm going to start this company, how can I do it differently? How can I make a lip balm that actually um, isn't Burt's Bees or EOS or one of or Chapstick um, that everybody lovingly refers to everything in the lip balm space by Chapstick? And how could we stand out? And I had a week prior to that, I had seen a um, an experiment on YouTube by this Japanese scientist. His name was Dr. Emoto, and he took these three glass jars and put them on a table. And he sanitized them the same way and he put tape on each of the three jars and he put a scoop of rice in each of them, a scoop of water in each of them, covered them up. And then on the tape he wrote, one on one of them he wrote love, the middle one he wrote hate, and the third one he didn't write anything on it. And so for 30 days he'd walk up to the jar and say, I love you, I hate you. And the third one he would just stand in front of it. And so at the end of the 30 days, a jar that he said, I love you to, the rice had stayed white and looked fresh. The one he said, I hate you to, the rice had turned black and mushy. 
and the one he didn't say anything to the rice had turned brown. So I just, as I thought about, you know, which but that study blew me away like a week prior and I hadn't thought about it since. And then when I thought of the lip balm company, I, I, for some reason that popped back into my head and I'm like, well, if I'm going to start this lip balm company, maybe it's supposed to be about speaking kind words and, and, or like praying over stuff. And it's just gonna, you know, maybe I'll market it niche market towards like yogis and Christians and kind of more of the spiritual side. And as I thought through it, uh, my mom happened to call me soon after. And, and I had a conversation with her and told her my idea and she really didn't have much to say at that point, other than you'll be great at whatever you do. And <laughs> good and mom so advice, right? This, yeah. <laughs> and, um, which is still great. I appreciate yes. it, but I wanted more. And I, thought about it and I was like, all right, I'm gonna call this blessed lips. It's gonna be prayed over, blessed, and you know, marketed towards a, that niche group. And what about my night? And I was really excited. And the next morning my phone rings at 6 a.m., which is not normal. And it was my mom. And I thought for sure something horrible had happened. Why is she calling me at six? And so I answered the phone, ask if she's okay. And she says, I've been up since 3 a.m. I couldn't sleep last night. She said, I had the most vivid dream I've ever had before. And knowing my mom, she has a lot of dreams. And so I know for her to say that she had the most vivid dream, that it wasn't an, an exaggeration at all. And so that scared me even more. And uh, she she proceeded to tell me that in the dream, I was about five years old. And then I have an older sister, um, Aubrey. And she said, you and Aubrey got in this massive fight. And you said some really mean things to her. And she's like, for your punishment, she made me sit down at a desk and write sentences. And so she was standing over my shoulder and I had to write the law of kindness is on my lips 50 times. And she said she was standing over my shoulder. And every time I wrote the words kind and lips, they flew off the page and hit her in the face. And she's telling me this dream. And I got chills in that moment. And she's like, I think if you're going to start this lip balm company, it's supposed to be called kind lips. And I knew in that moment, I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to do with the next season of life. And um, told her how much I loved her and thanked her and, and uh, got off the phone and, and I went to GoDaddy and, and Kind Lips was just sitting there. So I, so I picked it up and then I realized like, oh crap, now, now I have to figure out how to make lip balm. If I'm gonna, if <laughs> One I'm gonna, tiny like, detail. Start this, yeah, that little detail. If I'm going to start this company about being a reminder to speak kind words, obviously the product that's going to go on someone's lips has to be exceptional and it has to be kind for their lips. So and being a lip balm connoisseur my whole life and, and never really finding a brand that I was loyal to or thought did that, did the job well, I, I knew that I had to take it upon myself to figure out how to make lip balm. So, And so, yeah. okay, I, we're going to get to that in a second because that <laughs> is fascinating to me as well. But first, I want to back up over two things. The first is um, urban legend. Is that is that rice study just urban legend or did that really happen? So I've seen, um, so the same scientists had actually done another, well, first of all, after the rice study, I went and read up and there's other people that had done the, the experiment. And so by no means had it been um, proven hundred percent of the time, but more times than not, even other people that had done the study and had videotaped it had come up with those similar mm -hmm. results. And the same scientist, the Dr. Emoto, had done a water study as well. And he would take water and he would speak kind words to it and then look at it under a microscope and it would look like a snowflake, symmetrical, 
you know, beautiful snowflake shape. Or he would say negative words to water and look at it in a microscope and it was distorted and blobbish. And I, you know, when I went through that, I was like, our bodies are 75% water, give or take. And if, and if our words have that much of an impact over one little droplet of water, like obviously that, you know, I give you a compliment and you sit up straighter, your cheeks blush and, and, you know, like it has a physical reaction in our body when, you know, people say nice things to us. Yeah, it sure does. It starts inside and tingles outside and yeah. Okay. So that was the first thing I wanted to clarify on that. And then the second thing is, is, um, just to ask about your faith with it, because it's, um, uh, you talk about marketing uh, to to Christians or spiritual groups or things like that, but this wasn't for you, to my understanding, a play to get into one n- one group of people. This is something that that comes again from deep inside of you and and your upbringing. Is that true? Yeah, I think when you know the going through the process of figuring out what kind lips is and, you know, going through the idea of actually starting a lip balm company and not even knowing what kind lips was having somewhat of a background in marketing. I was trying to figure out how can I, you know, get the name out and focus on one group and not try and just blanket everybody. Mm -hmm. And so that's where like the faith, my faith came into this because that's something I could relate to. And that's something I wanted to market towards that. But as uh, the product continued to evolve, um, I knew that kindness was something that not only myself, but everybody could use a reminder to be more kind. And, you know, so this, we definitely went not away from faith-based, but just towards like everybody. And, and, you know, thinking that I couldn't market towards everybody, realizing that I was wrong and that I think that everybody needs that little reminder to be kind lips. And it's, it's been such an interesting journey. I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday and it's such a reflection of my life where it's so imperfect. And every day it's, I wake up and I'm like, I'm just trying to get a little bit better. And kind lips is always, you know, we're always trying to work on the label or the social media or the marketing. And it's like, it's never good enough, but we're always trying to get better. And that's all we can do. And I have to be okay with that. Well, it's funny because I love your product so much that I um I said, "Hey, you should have your you should have your kind lips at this place called Grateful Gratefuls, which is in West Fargo, North Dakota, and I love it." And um and Dory's watching right now. That's what reminded me of it. So so I reached out and I was like, "Hey, you two should meet. You should have your product in the store." And Dory reached back out and she was like, "Yeah, we already carry it." <laughs> <laughs> So I thought that was kind of fun. And we have another question, the Ali Shea Project. Where can we buy Kind Lips? Good question. Um, Hopefully everywhere soon. Right now, our website, kindlips.com, is a good place. Amazon. um, We're we're in a lot of boutiques all all across the country. Um, If you're in uh, Barney's in Tokyo, Japan, we're at Barney's in Tokyo, Japan, if you happen to make it over there. (gasps) But, you know, we're definitely, we're at that point where we're trying to get more brand awareness mm-hmm. and get into, we're starting to be able to have conversations conversations with big box retailers. And so we haven't been able to come to terms on anything yet, but our goal is to get the product out there as much because I do believe that it is the highest quality ingredients that you can have. So whether you don't care about the mission or, or not, like at least you're going to have a really high quality product for mm-hmm. a really fair price. And if you do care about the mission, then obviously yeah, there's a lot of good that we 
intend to and will continue to do with the with the brand. The reason why you know there are high quality ingredients is because they were all on your kitchen table at one point, right? Correct. Yes. <laughs> Talk about that process of actually creating Kind Lips. Yeah, um, I obviously didn't know what I was doing, so I uh, still don't. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I went to YouTube and I watched some videos on how to make lip balm and what saw what different people were doing, and then um, in that same time, I had bought. I probably had 50 plus tubes of lip balm, different tubes that I had purchased and, you know, go to Whole Foods, Target, Amazon and bought every lip balm I could find. And, and I wrote down every, every ingredient off of every lip balm onto uh, a yellow notepad of paper. And then if the ingredients weren't organic or natural, then I would cross them off the list. And I just continued to whittle down the list and then I would break it down into You'd have like avocado oil and olive oil and castor oil, all these oils that were liquid at room temperature. And then I would research what each of those are and realize like, okay, which one does, which one's the best? Because I didn't want to have a bunch of different ingredients. I just wanted to have the most minimal, highest quality ingredients. So, so I really tried to break it down and, and use what I thought were the highest quality. You know, there's really no reason to have sunflower oil and olive oil. Mm. They, they essentially do the same thing. And from the properties that I found out, olive oil was a superior ingredient to, to sunflower oil. So we didn't use that, which is why we chose olive oil. And so we did that for all, all the ingredients that are in there. And um, yeah, it's, I wanted to create a product that it's not good business, but I wanted something that people would use less. The more you use it, you know, <laughs> a lot of lip balms, people become addicted to it. And I wanted something that people wouldn't become addicted to and it would actually moisturize their lips and, Instead of using it 20 times a day, you'd use it three times a day. So that's a thing. I totally thought that that was just me, that I would use it. And all of a sudden I had to keep <laughs> using it, keep using it. It is a thing. You become addicted. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Uh, we have uh, a woman named Barbara listening right now. And she says, I am so, so inspired. So it's really fun when you see a person uh, following their passion for something uh, to see it take off and um, and the little steps on top of the little steps making something really big, plus you're doing it for such a great reason. So would you talk about why uh, why are you donating a portion of the proceeds to anti-bullying campaigns? What is, what is that about? You could have chosen to be kind to the earth or be kind to whatever. Uh, why that? Um, so... To get there, you know, growing up, we went to church every Sunday and um, we always had to give 10% of our allowance to to church. And so I got a dollar a week for doing chores, vacuuming and cleaning up around the house. And so I'd have to bring 10 cents to church and put it in the offering bucket. And so having that instilled in me all throughout, you know, elementary through high school, um, when I got my first real job, I, it was just like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to give 10% of my salary. And, and actually my first job was a commission job. And I went through and I was like, had the self talk of like, well, do I give 10% of the gross 10% of the, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, totally. I, like I don't know if God really cares. I just need to do what I feel like is right. And then he can figure the rest out. You know, <laughs> that deal. So as I continue to improve and, and become more successful in my last career, um, I could afford to give more than 10%. And it was really difficult, I noticed for myself, to consistently give more than 10%. So then when I knew I was starting Kind Lips, I'm like, I'm just going to figure out a way to give 20% right away. Otherwise, I'm never going to get there. Mm. 
And so that's where the 20% came because I always wanted to give 20% consistently in my previous job. And so then I knew 20%. And then, you know, when I was in school, the idea of bullying was probably more like initiation or different stuff. Like, I don't think we really talked about being bullied at all. And I don't, I don't have any personal, like, I mean, there's times where I'm like, I'm sure people weren't nice to me and, and times where I wasn't nice to other people. And, um, but I don't, nothing really kept me up at night, but as I was contemplating and praying about what, you know, speaking kind words and what is the, what goes well with that or what, you know, what's kind of the antithesis of kindness and it's, and it's bullying and people being mean to each other. And I knew that that was something that seemed to hear more and more about as social media continued to rise and how many people were being bullied online and, and no one was bringing any awareness or, or calling it out at all. And, and so I knew that kind lips, which I really saw as being a light in this company that come, can come in and, and have an impact on people. Um, I, I, I wanted to put our money where our mouth was and, and uh, start getting involved with anti-bullying organizations. And to me that, that, you know, is also includes mental health and suicide prevention. Mm -hmm. So, so those are kind of the three areas and are kind of encompassed, encompassed under the, our mission to end bullying. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you have um, an affiliation or some sort of um, connection with schools to make that an even stronger voice, right? What is how does that work? Yeah, so we started a well. Um, I, I had early on when I started the the website, someone had ordered thirty three tubes on our on our from our store, and that was the biggest order that we'd had. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. 33 tubes and and about three months later that same person had ordered had reached out to me on email and asked if we could have a conversation and and I honestly was like great what something's wrong some of these looks probably turned green and, <laughs> and uh, oh no so so I'm like sure absolutely and, and we set up a call and she was a third grade teacher and she told me that she had a really challenging classroom one of the most challenging that she'd had and and she had heard about our product, um, bought them for each one of her students, and they did a curriculum on kindness and talked about each tube being a reminder to, to be kind. And, and so each of the kids had to keep the tube in their desk. And, and she said what would happen is, like, if a kid wasn't being nice or would say something mean, the other students would remind them to put on their kind lips. And she said it's three months later, and it's actually one of the most well-behaved classrooms I've ever had. She's like, I just want to let you know, thank you for making this product. And and I was like, thank you so much for sharing that with me. And I got off the phone. I was like, well, if it works for her classroom, why can't it work for every classroom? And so we tried to, you know, um, come up with a curriculum. I talked to a bunch of different teachers and we and um, we came up with a curriculum for different age levels and posters and um, tried to make it affordable. So we do it for a dollar a student. And we really, you know, we don't make money on that. We just want to get it out there and, and have it have an impact in the in the school system. And and so that's how the, the school program comes across. And it's just more so a reminder for kids to keep that in their pocket. And if they need the ability to be kind, then they can look at that tube and it might remind them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or they can take it to a baseball field and they can tell some old lady, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I like kindness. Look at this. So yeah. um yeah, so I think that you are actually making money on it because those little kids are going home and they're <laughs> they're telling random strangers like me that we should buy it. So yeah. that's pretty special. Okay, so I need to let you go and and uh, shortly, but I need to hear first, like, okay, Ellen, Reader's Digest, Forbes, like the list goes on. 
what the what? I mean, how does that happen? How do I turn on Ellen and all of a sudden Kind Lips is there for the giveaway for Ellen's Kind Box? I mean, tell me how that happened. Honestly, it's, it's, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> you know, they, they had heard about what we were doing. And, and so I talked to a producer and, and they wanted to include us in their, in their kindness box. And it was, it made a lot of sense for us. And um, I, I'm, I'm still, you know, kind of go back. Like I have no idea what I'm doing yeah. and it is, it is a wake up and all right, God, what's happening today, every day. And let's figure this out. And some days are really, really hard. And some days are even harder than that. And other days are really great and amazing. And the sun's shining and birds are chirping. And and so, you know, every day I just wake up and put one foot in front of the other. And 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 we've been fortunate enough to get a lot of wins. And and um, the Ellen show is one of those. And and any kind of even doing this podcast with you feels like a huge win. And um it, it's it's just fun to be able to I never thought it would be have a lip balm company, you know, when I was 10 years old and, and it's kind of funny that that's what I get to do. And I get to go around and, and talk about being kind and what the product intention is. It really is to be a reminder, to be more kind. And I, I think that I have the opportunity with this company to, to try to um, create an example for what businesses can do with products. And, and I take that very seriously and, and want to, want to have a huge impact on the world. If I could just take like the last two minutes of this interview and send it out to every person in the world who is wondering if they're on the right path, who is wondering, am, am I doing okay? I mean, what a gift those words are, Josh, that you just said, because it's every person needs to know like, I have no idea what I'm doing on this earth. Like, I don't have any idea if I'm walking out my purpose or not. Mm. And and you are telling people like, me neither. You know, like my deal's on Ellen, me neither. Like that is just so beautiful to me, Josh. It's just, you are walking out kindness and, and kindness is definitely on your lips. And I'm so grateful that you would take the time to to follow your passion and also to share with it. Uh, about with about it with us here on the kindness podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Any other kind stories or anything else you want to share before we let you go? Uh, the, there's probably a lot. We might have to do another show sometime. But uh, oh, good idea. Um, we'll do yeah, that. There's a lot of stories. There's. I'll, I'll give you one quick one. I'll I'll say the quick version of it. Um, you can give us the, the long most- version. We love all. Of, we all love <laughs> all versions. It's all good. It's this is your time. All right. Well. Um, this was two years ago. Okay. And I, um, my, my mom was, had, she had never been on a flight in over 30 years. So I, I got her passport for her and, and, uh, I bought flights and took my family to Mexico. And so I was really excited. We'd never done a family vacation like that and got to go. And about a week and a half before, um, we left, I got another email and somebody wanted to schedule a call and, and I said, sure. And they scheduled a call on my calendar and I didn't pay attention to when it was. And so I'm on the beach in Mexico and I've got this call that pops up on my calendar that, that I've got to do. And, and I committed to it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take this call. And so I call this woman and she's in Michigan and she starts crying right away when I, you know, we start talking and, 
And I was like, for some reason that just happens to me a lot. So I'm okay with, you know, people being emotional and, and those things coming out. So that part wasn't weird to me. Um, but so we're talking and she starts telling me about how she's been married or she found kind lips and she wants to talk about that. And, and, uh, she says that she's been married for 33 years and for the last 30 years, they've been some of the worst or the worst years of her life. Her marriage has been really bad. And I, um, and she was actually on speakerphone and my mom's sitting next to me, like, what is going on? And, and I take the woman off the speakerphone and so we're sitting on the beach, you know, and, and, uh, Mexico. And, and so she starts telling me about how she had seen kind lips on Facebook or a friend had told her about it and, and she bought some and, and she, her husband was a truck driver and um, they just had a real contentious relationship. And she put a tube of kind lips. And when we mail out the kind lips, there's a little card on there that says like the intention of the brand is to be a reminder to speak kind words when you apply it and that we donate to, to end bullying. And so she said she put the card in his, semi with the tuba lip balm and said so the first two weeks no changes like he would always text or call mean stuff and they would just argue every day she's like literally we'd argue every day and he was very verbally abusive so the third week he didn't say anything didn't call didn't text and she's like it was one of the most relaxing weeks that i've had in 30 years she said the fourth week he, t- he texted her a compliment and she said it was the first compliment that she'd had in like 25 years and she's like, now, you know, and this was like months after. And she's like, our marriage is better now than it's been in over 30 years. And she's like, I honestly think it's because of kind lips. And I was like, thank you for sharing me. And she's crying all throughout this story. And, and I got off the phone and it was it was so much to process. And I really was trying to, to wrap my head around it and that this little tube of lip balm could just sit. And, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, we can be impactful for the third grader that's, you know, in the classroom or somebody that's that's easily shaped, mm-hmm. not, you know, the 55 year old truck driver, that's a man. And, and this tube sat in his truck and it, you know, it didn't judge him when he said anything mean, it didn't do anything other than just sat there and it was just always provided a really good lip balm, but it was just always that thing. Like he had the opportunity to be kind mm-hmm. and it took three weeks and that tube wore him down and, and, and it gave him the opportunity to, to give her a compliment and, and it's just really cool to know that a product that I dream of having, my dream is to be like walking down the streets in New York someday and some random person just pulls out a tube of kind lips and gives me a compliment right after that. And like, I just love the fact that, that the tube can have that kind of an impact on somebody. So that's my story. That is an amazing story. I know you have more. We'll save them for the next interview, but I'm just so grateful, Josh, that you would follow your passion, that you would encourage others along the way, and that you would come on the Kindness Podcast today. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. That was a conversation with Josh Newman. Learn more about his mission to end bullying at kindlips.com. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section. 